Testy, one, two, three. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Three Angry Gamers podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Dungeon Daddy Lucas. I am a hell. How's it going? <laughs> ah, you know, can't complain. I mean, you could, but... I could, but I don't want to. Yeah, that's, that's too early. And we're doing this on a goddamn Saturday. You woke me up early. You're telling me. <laughs> I'm not used to this. But No. Yeah, because we, we went to a beer festival last night and, like, drinking some beers there. Then there was an after party. I was drinking beers there. And then I was like, oh, this will be an interesting morning. But I woke up this morning and I was like, I don't feel as bad as I should have. I, I feel like I should be worse feeling than I am right now. So there is that. Uh, and then also with us, as always, is Jamie. How's it going, Jamie? Uh, it's going. Uh, enjoying the weather cooling down finally and not being hot as hell. Because it was really hot here for like a week. Now okay. it is normal temperatures for this time of year. So Now everyone's like pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice. Yeah, uh-huh, exactly. Yeah, It's like fall just barfed all over the place. And... Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and yeah, no Dennis this week. He's off living his trucking dreams. So, um, uh, Dennis, but uh, get, get me the ingredients for New California's steak spice. I want that you. shit now. There you go. I'm, I'm looking for it right now. New York, I went to New York Fries yesterday and freaking I want some goddamn freaking seasoning. God damn it. Uh, I didn't even see what the, the PlayStation Plus was for this month. Oh, it's Saints, oh. It's Saints Row. Black Desert, yep. Traveler Edition, and Generation Zero. Um, what the hell is Generation Zero? I saw that. Uh, it's like a robot horror game or something. Is that is that the one I'm thinking of? Yeah, I think that's the one I'm thinking of. It's a first-person shooter set in an alternative universe, 1980s Sweden. Yeah. Players team up oh. and battle robot invaders. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Like 80s mech robot game that sounds kind of cool but it's it was it bad good i think it got okay reviews um i don't think it did that great hence the it's free already in uh yeah in, in ps plus because i think it only came out last year or the year before that it's only like a couple years oh nope i'm way off 2018 way off well time is a flat circle guys uh y'all fucking kidding the game that, Jesus Christ. The game that did come out last year and was like just dumped on PlayStation Plus, The Saints Row, which uh, that game is yeah. like a wet fart of a. I, I know that game's supposed to be really bad, but I'm like, do I bother playing it for a couple? You know, like, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's worth trying for free. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. As someone who played it, uh, it's pretty uneventful. There's not. Yeah, it looks kind of bad, actually. It's not even bad. It's just very mediocre and bland. Yeah, not... yeah. That's that's exactly what I heard. Is like that. It's just not, not very Saints Row. Like it's not. You know, Saints Row is like over the top. This is not. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know. It's just very bland, and I, I don't know. I never. I didn't get into it that much. So that's your PlayStation Plus. Uh, as for uh, Epic Game Store, uh, there is not a whole lot to get super excited about i guess but uh there's a game called spell drifter which 
I don't know if you look at like screenshots of this game, it looks like it's like 50 games crammed into one. There's like RPG card mechanics. Kind of looks like a lot. Oh, okay. But that's that's free. And then next week, you can live your life as a 911 operator with the game 911 operator. I, yeah. So you just answer phones and then it says here, tell people to go, like you're a dispatch. Okay. Yeah, it says a game about the difficult work of people that manage emergency services, answer incoming calls, and react properly, give first aid instructions, advise, dispatch the correct number of firemen, police, ambulances, or sometimes just ignore the call. And you can play, Man. get this guys, in any city in the world. Ooh. This, is this doesn't look fun to me at all. Oh no. This looks, this looks like a stressful, not fun thing. I have the impression that whoever chooses these games over at Epic just walks in like hungover. On like the Thursday morning, it just was like, oh, I'll give them nine one one operator. Yeah, it really seems like the the choice of their games is just really diminishing quite a bit. This but, game doesn't even need Windows ten to run. You can run this shit on Windows seven. Like that's how un. Yeah. It says <laughs> wow. Okay. It says yeah. recommended OS is Windows seven, eight, ten. Yeah. 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 A, a sound card is necessary though, so. Sorry for mm. all, all you mm. people out there without a sound card. Unless you can swat people, there's no point. Because like, if you could swat someone all the time, then I'd be it. Yeah, that would be the dream. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Prime Gaming, I don't know. You can get a Giga Darius emote for League of Legends. That's something. I don't know. There's not a whole lot with that right now. Let me see what the weekly games are for that. You can get Football Manager 2023. That's a thing. Uh, then a bunch of smaller little indie games. So, I don't know. Probably nothing worth getting excited about. But it's there. Summertime Madness. Whatever that is. Yeah. Uh, Four Tales. Driftland. The Magic Revival. Blade Assault. Which sounds cool, but probably that's where... The excitement starts and ends. And a ton of SNK games. That's all. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, did Amazon buy SNK and just was like, let's put all their games out? They've had this thing for a while now where they just seem to be putting out SNK games on this thing. And I, so they must have had a partnership with them. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's weird, weird choice to put that those games out. Fucking SNK better hurry up and give me Mark of the Wolves game. Oh, fucking goddammit. <laughs> I've been teasing that shit for like months. Like I got a new Fatal Fury game coming out, and I'm like, I love Fatal Fury. It's like one of my fucking favorite things, and oh, it's too long. All right. Well, those are your free games. Honestly, you're probably better off paying for a game. <laughs> That's weak. Really, you are. <laughs> in this in this particular week, uh, money does actually make a difference. <laughs> All right. Uh, there was a Super Mario Brothers Wonder Direct where they awkwardly skirted around the fact that Charles Martinet is not playing, like, not only just Mario, but most of the Mushroom Kingdom anymore. Um, yeah. Miyamoto did say, though, that they were going to reveal who the new voice actors were in the credits of the game. So, if you were thinking they were going to reveal it before, nope. 
<laughs> it, was, it almost felt like they were saying, like, buy the game to find out who's voicing them. And I'm like, hmm, I can also just do a Google search, like, a day or two later. Yeah, I'm sure IMDb will have it as soon as one person beats that game. Uh, yeah. Uh, it'll be Chris Pratt. It'll just be all the people <laughs> from the movie. They were just... Uh, man, if they trolled people by making it be Chris Pratt, it would be the best thing ever. Um... Well, it's kind of funny if you think about it, right? Because people got all up in arms being like... Exactly. Oh, yeah. it's not Charles Martinet. No. Now, Nintendo's going to like secretly just make a cabinet, and then you have no... There's nothing you can do about it. Um, right. But the game itself looks great. Like, I don't know. I was, like, I'm was so excited for it. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you can play as Elephant and get on top of Yoshi and break Yoshi's back. It's great. Yeah, the whole, like, multiplayer uh, being very different from the way they've done it in the last, I don't know, 10 years or so, where you're bouncing on people and throwing them into pits and all that shit. Like, they, they cut all that stuff out. Um, mm-hmm. And it there's there's online multiplayer now, but it's all asynchronous and, and not, uh, not... You're not, like, in the same game as someone, just kind of like you're playing with ghosts. Um but it's kind of, it's kind of cool because you could like race to the end and and there's some other things you can do where like I think if you time things at the same time you get bonuses so that was kind of neat. Um, it almost yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm really excited. Like it kind of seems like they took that new Super Mario Brothers formula and actually just kind of built on it. Like yeah, it, it seems like it's more interactive, which is something I kind of, I didn't quite like about this new Super Mario Brothers games because it just seemed like they just shoved four characters into a screen. But, like, I like that there's the, uh, yeah, like, you could be Elephant Mario and jump on on Yoshi. And Yoshi's like, ah, my God, my back. Like, it's funny. It's cute. It's like, okay, you're actually doing things with this and making it interesting and not just throwing these four characters together. Um, yeah. But, yeah, the game looks, it looks gorgeous, too, for a Switch game. Like, that I yeah. get to buy it because I own a Switch. You do. You I do. do. I, well, we also probably do you a press copy maybe 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 but we'll see um but yeah we'll, yeah we'll I, I, i'll get down on my knees for a few copies <laughs> yeah. i'll do dirty dirty things for a press copy <laughs> you hear that pr firm hear that nintendo i'll be the newest voice actor too yeah <laughs> um yeah i don't know what else to really say too much else i mean it it just looks good it looks like i was already sold on it but i'm even more sold on it now like it just looks fun yeah, the the whole the whole um, everything that I've seen in it looked looked like an improvement upon the last two D iteration of Mario in every way. Like there's like difficulty ratings for the levels now, so like you know you could play them in every, any any order you want, um, from what I could tell. And uh, yeah, I don't know, the, just the level design and the overall polish on it just looks really sharp. So I'm super stoked. Yep. So month a month away a little yeah. over a month away is it october it yeah i think it's october 20-ish okay somewhere around there cool so, so i won't be playing it because i've been playing spider-man yeah I was <laughs> say, like i i kind of feel bad for that time frame because there's like a bunch of games coming out around that time that are like good looking games but i'm like spider-man <laughs> i was even not gonna get starfield to be honest no it was like no 
I can't wait for you guys' review on that. Like, I've heard bad and good things about that. I, I, yeah, I, I can get, tell you things. <laughs> um, Sony, or no, I'm, I jumped ahead a little bit. Uh, a leaker revealed some major Switch Two teal two Switch Two details. We don't know if it's actually going to be called the Switch Two. I don't know. It might be called Switches. It might be called Switch. Switch your mama. I don't know. We don't know. To be called one two switch, just like yeah. the game. There we go. Uh, it's gonna be backwards compatible, so your Switch library will be completely compatible with it, which is, thank God. Um, I also feel like they might like upres it too, like kind of like how when you play a PS4 game on PS5, it's like a little bit upres. I have yeah. that's just speculation on my part, but I feel like. It can't just be simple backwards compatible. Like, I wonder if there's going to be, like... Because we, we know, for instance, like, certain games like um, Tears of the Kingdom and uh, Pokemon have, like, hidden assets that are, like, more up versions. So, I don't know. Part of me thinks if those files are already in the game, you could just hypothetically just say, hey, if you own this game, we're going to give you a nicer-looking version of it. But we'll see. Uh, it's going to use a new kind of cartridge, which... Whatever the fuck that means, um, and it's cassette uh, tapes. It's cassette tapes. That's what it is. Fuck you! Beat me to it. That's what Zach was gonna say. <laughs> I do love how <laughs> Nintendo is continuously like, we are not gonna do Blu-rays. We're gonna do fucking cartridges. Uh, power to them. Our miniature discs. Yeah, like they consistently they consistently choose the weirdest way to deliver games to people, but. Um, yeah, I can't think of what a, a new kind of cartridge would look like. I mean, I don't know. Even the ones that we have now for the Switch look kind of like, like, I don't know, little SD cards, basically. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it'll be like a little square. And you just put it in. Very tiny. So I guess they're going to have to have two cartridge slots? then if it's backwards compatible or is it only backwards compatible with the digital stuff because yeah, yeah. Hmm. interesting uh, and it's gonna have a new camera feature which okay that's not now you can put your dick into mario games there you go <laughs> only fans nintendo be a giant penis with a mustache. Yeah, you thought you were getting inappropriate stuff before Nintendo. Oh boy! Yeah. Just watch me the OnlyFans Nintendo site be only guys and like the opposite, like internet freaking OnlyFans. I can't wait till the first WarioWare game where you have to like make facial expressions on the camera to pass a game. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, this honestly doesn't seem like a super crazy like change up i mean aside from the camera um i'm guessing there's gonna be like they do say it's on par with like the xbox series s in terms of like okay power i'll take that i'll take that which is not uh, bad because that's, that's gonna be what, yeah like 1080p yeah what can the xbox series x do i mean i, I think you could do 1440 um Okay. I don't think you do. I know. I'm pretty sure you can't do 4K, but I think you can do 1440. Um, okay. Yeah, I can do. Uh, yeah, it's got less powerful hardware, so it can do 1440 or 1080p. Which 
I could see them doing fourteen forty if you're docked and then ten eighty p. Ideally, if you were undocked. Yeah, that would be the dream. Although, because you have to think like at least right now, when you take your switch off the dock, you immediately lose some resolution. So probably going to keep that the same. Yeah, I know. Like they, I I think someone said that they had they had been demoed in. Was I don't know if it's the same person. They were demoed Tears of the Kingdom at a higher resolution with like Im- improved graphics and all that stuff. So that's. Uh, I, I'm excited for it. I, it's supposed to be coming next year, supposedly, and uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see if that actually happens. <laughs> they haven't announced a goddamn thing about it, so. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, apparently, we're there's a rumor we're getting a new Nintendo Direct this coming week. Um, I didn't put it in the notes because we don't really know anything about it, but yeah. Sure. I doubt they're going to announce a new console. I think they're going to wait until the end of this year. Probably early next yeah. year, I think. They want to wait until they at least, A, get most of their games out for the holiday season. And then, you know, hey, 2024, this is our year ahead. And then they'll probably be like, yeah, this is what we got coming. Um, yeah. If I had to guess. Super curious to see if they continue to make games that will run on the Switch after the Switch 2 comes out, or if everything will just be Switch 2 and up uh, from that point on. Yeah, I mean, if it's backwards compatible, imagine you could play it on both and it would just look better on the Switch 2. Yeah, but... and that would be my hope, is that there's like some games that are still runnable on the old Switch hardware. Um, but Yeah. I'm, I, what am I saying? I'm going to get that thing fucking day one. You know? Oh, yeah, for Just... sure. <laughs> Got to get it for Metro Prime 4, which won't ever come out on the Switch. I know. I was, I was literally going to say the same thing. It's like, we're never going to get Metro Prime 4 on, on the goddamn Switch. Uh, no. no. Can you imagine somebody who bought a Switch just for Metro Prime 4, and they're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch! Yeah, now i got to get another console just for the goddamn game. Anyways. Uh, Sony is raising the price of PlayStation Plus by 33%. Uh, yeah. So is wild to me as a primarily PC gamer to see people paying such high prices for access to network features, but is what it is, I guess. I swear to God, this would be me canceling. <laughs> I would be, if we were not able to play multiplayer online because you need to have that stupid fuck, I would cancel right now. That'd be it for me. Yeah. I don't remember if it did they say that they're raising it on the on the lowest tier as well, or is it just the higher yeah, tiers? It's ninety six dollars Canadian now, like a hundred bucks basically. Barf. For a year. I mean, whenever I get it, I usually will get it when it's on sale. Or like there's usually some kind of weird promos on sites that where they give you like yeah, like a bit of a discount. That's the only time I'll ever get PlayStation Plus because it's like if you get a base price, yeah, you're yeah, I, I always up, upgrade when I get... It's like right around Summer Games Fest every time that I have to do it, so there's always like a sale uh, yeah. around that time. So, mm-hmm. And the only thing is, is like, why do you connect it with online gaming? That's like... you're. We'll see what happens, but I have a feeling that the, like some of it, the prices are people are going to drop out of PlayStation. That's almost... Like right now, with increasing prices right now, that's not a good idea. I mean, I do my PS Plus month to month at this point because 
unless I have a game that I want to play on there, I don't see the point of paying for a whole year when I don't primarily play on my PS5. So, like, that's just me personally, but I'm like, yeah. And if I do get a year, it's usually because, yeah, it's like on some kind of promo or something. Like, I've gotten it for, like, 50% off. And I'm like, okay, that's still, like, not cheap, but it's not as expensive as, like, yeah, getting it for the year right now at the base price. So, um, so yeah, Sony's just gouging people more. Uh, The Elder Scrolls 6 is officially in early development, but more info is still years away. So, took an arrow to the knee. You know, all that fun stuff. I don't, I don't, I'm not surprised that we're going to have to wait quite a bit more for info on this. I mean, they literally just finished Starfield, and who knows if they're going to do, I don't know if they're going to do DLC for Starfield, but. I think there's at least uh, a season pass for it, yeah. Okay, that checks out. So, um, but yeah, I saw in an interview, Todd Howard was like, I kind of wish they didn't announce Elder Scrolls 6 the way they did because he felt like it was way too early to announce it. And I'm like, yep. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, they announced it, what, four years ago or three years ago or some shit like that? Maybe even more than that now? And and clearly, uh, they needed that for Starfield and whatever else they were doing to support other games like Fallout 76. But, uh... Yeah. Cool. Well, I don't know. I feel like there's enough to play right now. I don't need. <laughs> yeah, I'm in no rush to to yeah. play another thousand hour RPG. Uh, it's just, like <laughs> Starfield just takes up so much of my goddamn time. Like I like it, but come on, guys, get, cut me some slack here. All right. Uh, Starfield leaker arrested after stealing and allegedly trying to sell copies of Bethesda's latest RPG. So. This is what happened. Way to go. Try to steal a game. Uh, yeah, nothing really too much to say here, but just, it's funny that, like, yeah, they're really going hard on this guy, like, yeah, the, don't, don't, don't leak games. That's the, the real takeaway here. Yeah. Uh, Gears of War 6, it's going to be fully open world, apparently, says a new rumor. I don't know how that's going to work, because... That's interesting. Yeah, especially because that game is predicated on, like, getting up close and chainsawing people and all this, like... Yeah. I don't know. Running down hallways and hiding behind boxes and then repeating that for 12 hours of gameplay or whatever. (laughs) I'm going to say, too, I mean, we all remember what happened with Halo Infinite, and that went open world. So, Mm. ooh. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I, I'm not as invested in the Gears franchise as I used to be. I think after Gear, Gears 3, I think. It was just like, yeah, pretty much. I, I know Gears 5 is supposed to be pretty good, but I literally could not give a single fuck to play it. Like, I, I don't know what it was when that game came out. I was like, oh, man, like, it's got a collaboration with Run the Jewels. That's kind of cool, I guess. Uh, okay. And then I never fucking bothered to play it. I just... Could not be bothered. Uh, Funny thing is, it's like it's on Game Pass. And it's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad game. Like it runs well, looks gorgeous, but it's just yeah. I the Gears franchise kind of has lost a little bit of excitement over the last few years. So yeah. All right. Uh, 
speaking of rumors, Red Dead Redemption 3 is rumored to be in the works, which is, I guess, oh my God. not too surprising, considering yeah. one sold incredibly well, two sold incredibly well, they just re-released one, so clearly Take-Two sees money in the horizon for this Game, Do you uh, think they continue the story uh, with with that gang? Uh, like, do you play? Are you gonna play with as John Marston's kid now for the for a whole game instead of you know just the end of the first one? Or uh, hmm. I guess mm. I don't see much of a story point to that because like the whole idea was like he wanted yeah 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 revenge like, yeah 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 like <laughs> they were like he well john marston like didn't want his son to be in that life and then he ended up being in that life anyways it was like to me at least that story felt complete i wouldn't mind right. just like a new story just do something new and different yeah i'm that's that's what i'm kind of getting at is i'd i'd rather them just do something original than try to shoehorn it into that uh into that timeline somewhere because you can't really go too much ahead of that uh i guess no. you could a little bit but no and i mean they already kind of did the Arthur Morgan story and all that. that was yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe it'll be on the switch too. <laughs> uh, nearly 260 developers as part of CD project writer now, uh, working on the next mainline Witcher game. So, uh, a lot of them were working on, uh, the Phantom Liberty, expansion for mm -hmm. cd project red that's yep. now pretty much done so yeah now working on witcher and we'll see how that goes we still don't know too much about the next witcher game so i feel like they announced it also a while ago and we were just like yeah i mean there's no way it's coming out anytime soon yeah. aren't they still working on a witcher pre like the a remake of witcher one isn't that a thing I think that, that didn't come out right yeah, I think they were they announced a bunch of new Witcher stuff, and yeah, I think one of them was like a prequel. One of them was like yeah, main like there's the Witcher four, which right? Is like the big one, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing over there, to be honest. Uh, yeah, apparently it's called the Witcher four Polaris. So Polaris. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, I don't know what to expect. They said that was not going to be Geralt, or is that? Am I, I thinking of something else? I don't think they said. Okay. What? Yeah. Because. Um. Yeah, because uh, I think Geralt's still around. Yeah. So. I'd be cool playing a game as a different character, uh, but you know, I think Geralt's too much of an allure. He's like, yeah, I, I I can't imagine they just throw Geralt out and be like, nope. Yeah. Uh, but you know, what do I know? I don't know. I mean, I would say like maybe bring in some new characters, freshen it up a bit. But yeah, I think you, if yeah. you even if you have like a new playable character and Geralt's like an advisor to that character, that would be. You know, he would still probably be a part of that world, I would imagine. Um, yeah. Oh, and uh, Reed Pop and ESA part ways over E3. So, <laughs> uh, another nail in the coffin for for E3. Uh, basically, in more we don't need it. 
<laughs> well, more plain English, what this basically means is that the LA Convention Center won't house E3 anymore, which yeah. has been where they've had it for like the last large number of years. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, they basically said that there won't be a show there in 2024. They didn't announce where something like where if there was another place they'd be holding it but i think i think they might silently just not say anything just hopefully people will not notice that there's not an e3 but i don't think most people care anymore i mean the summer game fest this year was i think enough for most people it was e3 and everything but name basically in terms of like gaming news and and like announcements like they didn't they did all the same stuff e3 would have been doing yeah. Uh, maybe on a slightly smaller scale, but still plenty for the for the press, I think. So. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. And then uh, the vice president of writing leaves Rockstar Games after 16 years. He was there for a while. Um, yeah, Michael Unsworth. He worked on Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, yeah, somebody found on his LinkedIn that he quietly just quit the company so yet again another rockstar vet leaving the company uh don't know mm. what that means because i think we've had quite a few of them leave and i think everyone's kind of waiting to see how gta 6 you know i imagine it's because they've just done enough like they're not like like i could imagine doing 20 years in a video game industry like how fucking tired you'd be yeah yeah, it sounds. That sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. So, I don't know. Part of me thinks too. It's like, uh, it's it's one of those things too where I wonder for him to like most GTA or like GTA for all that. For instance, they're moving towards like the online stuff. So I wonder if that was a big part of it too. But mm. I don't know. Like, I I think. We'll see how GTA 6 is, because if GTA 6 is still great, then, you know, you can kind of be like, okay, it's like they've kind of trained the next, you know, regime of people to take over. But alternatively, too, it could just be that, like, GTA 6 sucks, or Red Dead Redemption 3 sucks, and it's like, oh, all the good people left. So, I think we'll have to see how the next couple of games kind of shape up. Um, okay, and if you're playing Baldur's Gate 3 and you want to play crossplay, that is coming because uh, Larian confirmed that PC and console crossplay is in the roadmap. So, woohoo. Uh, I would feel bad for you playing on console because those controls are not easy. But, yeah. Mm hmm. It's, uh, yeah, it's a lot of radio menus. They yeah. had a sale on Samsung Store, Google Play, and it was for Baldur's Gate 2. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, no. no. On mobile? Like, uh, on mobile, it's... Who? That's, that's... Yeah, I wouldn't dare do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess you could tap the screen. Uh. It, it's terrible, man. Like, so, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, like, certain things you have to, like, press on certain buttons to get to, like, the really easy stuff that you would just use for a mouse. So, yeah, no. 
Well, yeah. And I've tried Baldur's Gate 3 with the new console controls because I plugged in my PS5 controller to try it and it was it was rough to be honest like yeah I immediately unplugged it I'm like I'm going back to my mouse and keyboard thank you <laughs> yeah I, I, I played it a little bit with the controller on Steam Deck I didn't have a huge problem with it but like once you start getting an absurd amount of spells uh, then you're like okay this sucks this sucks uh. yeah and final bit of news Dark Forces is getting a remaster. So, woohoo. Awesome. I don't remember Dark Forces very well. It's the different. first, like, first-person shooter Star Wars game, like, Doom-style. Like, oh, that one. Okay, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, they put out a trailer. It looks crisp and clean. It's not like it's got some new graphics or anything. It's literally just the old one, but it's mm. running at 4K and at 120 FPS, so... They didn't announce when it's going to come out, but it's coming to the PlayStations, Xboxes, Nintendo Switch, and Steam. So, I don't know. I'm, I might pick this up because I kind of... Well, actually, I'm more of a Dark Forces 2 guy. Yeah. Yeah. I always have a soft spot for those games. Cause, like, eventually Dark Forces 2 incorporated, like, lightsaber and gunplay. So... Right. But I think in the first Dark Forces, it was just just guns okay uh we just got one question this week from garrett who asked what are your top three games of 2023 so far so i saw the question and i was trying to think of the games and i had realized how many fucking great games have come out this year already it's it makes it kind of hard uh i was i was shocked at the number of games i was like this came out this came out this came out oh okay uh yeah it's a tough question uh <laughs> yeah and keep it in mind too like i'm not trying to be like make it look like, we still got marvel's spider-man 2 coming and other stuff but so, sure yeah um i don't know for me it's funny because most of the my favorite games of the year so far are like either remakes or remasters like i would yep. say for me at least <laughs> My top three are Resident Evil 4, the Dead Space remake, and Metroid Prime remasters. Those are my top three. Again, older games that they just remastered, but I mean, those were, all three of those were just super well done. Yeah, Resident Evil 4 for sure is in my top three. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom uh, also in my top three. And then um, I don't know if it's Baldur's Gate or if it's Diablo 4 just based on amount of time I've spent with it, uh, but I'm leaning towards uh, Baldur's Gate 3 on that. Yeah, Diablo 4 just didn't have the same power with me as I thought it would. Like, I played Diablo 3 for like a year after it came out, and Diablo 2 played for like years. Diablo 4, like, I don't know, it just did one run through and I was like, I'm good. I think I think for me the issue with Diablo Four is the the amount of time it takes to level to cap is kind of ridiculous. Like so so like you can beat the game at like level sixty or so, fifty, fifty maybe. Um and then like you spend, you know, the rest of the time playing on harder difficulty and, and whatever. Uh and even in like the season where they have like XP bonuses 
and stuff like that to make it go a little faster. It takes forever to get to like level 100, which is the cap. And I think it, but just doing nothing other than like just nightmare dungeons for that long, it just kind of gets boring. So I'm like level 70 now, and I, I, I think I'm my seasonal character, and I think I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to play anymore because it's just the same shit. Yeah. Um, like it's a good game, at least like on a core combat level and all that, but yeah. It's yeah. Just, I, don't know. I think they just need to figure out the seasons a different way to make it so there's a little bit more stuff to play end game that isn't just hey do this over and over again like the, like the end game in Diablo three is so much more fun than the end game in Diablo four for me um, with the, with the rift rift running was so much more intriguing than than this do a nightmare dungeon which is just run a one dungeon there's nothing special about it it's it's got like modifiers on it and that's it and it just doesn't feel very um unique or exciting at all yeah cool what about you lucas what are your top three games of 2023 so far uh so far i only played a little bit of harry potter so that was good for me uh madden 24 i actually like madden 24 a lot of people don't like it but that's like one of my first football games apparently it's just shit because like it's the same thing over and over again and the microtransactions i'm never going to do that so yeah um and then Pizza Tower. I like that. Oh, Pizza Tower I need to fun. play that. Yeah, Pizza Tower is game. fun. Is it is it like Sonic the Hedgehog meets uh yeah. something? Yeah. Okay. It's kinda like uh like uh what's another game that was like that? That's just kind of fat more like a, like you're doing like a bot like a Mega Man X speed run and like okay. Sonic the Hedgehog, basically. I'm down with that. I'm I'm gonna have to give that a try. I've been like staring at it in the Steam wish list oh, for like game. a while. Um. Oh, what's that stupid game called? It's like uh, fuck. It's on the Xbox 360. Ah, stupid run armor core is not. That's not it. Fucking. Urgh. What's that game that has like the dog and stuff like that back in the day in Sega Genesis and they had a robot and Contra. That's it. That's oh like, yeah, yeah. Like it's like Contra Hard Corpse. If you ever played that one or Corpse or something like that on Xbox 360. Yep. Yep. Is it almost exactly what it is? Okay. Well, now I have to play it. Uh... <laughs> nice. Okay. Let's get on with what we've been playing. Uh, I'll start us off this week. Um, I did end up uh, playing Starfield, which kind of surprised me because I didn't think I was going to play it, but here we are. Uh, it's good. It is very good. Uh... I, I think it's definitely, I mean, if you compare it to how um, Skyrim and Fallout 4, because I think they all share the same engine, uh, even though Starfield is running on clearly a better version of that engine, because it runs a lot better, everything looks and sounds a whole lot better, but you can tell even underneath, like, it's not an entirely new engine, it's just a better version of that engine. Um, yeah, and it's... It's good. Um, I've been surprised at just how easy it is to like just get sucked into doing something that you don't think is gonna take up so much time, but that it does. Like I got like in the game, you get ships and you can get new ships and kind of like you can get a small fleet of like around ten ships and you know, part of the game is like okay, do you have like a fighter ship that you can use to take dogfights? Do you have some that are like more storage ships that you can store a bunch of stuff? Um, 
and like going around and trying to upgrade your ships and then next thing you know you've spent like an hour trying to upgrade your ships and you're like where did that hour go or trying to upgrade your weapons and you need to like upgrade your skills and all this like it i have barely even touched a lot of the story stuff just because most of my time has been spent like just kind of filling that need to just like expand my character and kind of like find new ways to develop that skill set and you know the tools that he uses so um it definitely borrows a lot from other games though like more recent games like 100 this is like no man's sky in a lot of ways in a good way um like the way that you go and get ships and other stuff go explore the worlds like it's very reminiscent of no man's sky uh even like ftl the pc game like very reminiscent of that too like in terms of like targeting ship systems and like monitoring your power usage i swear they pulled it straight out of ftl and i'm not complaining because that's a good system to use but i'm like huh you can definitely tell that they were playing a bunch of games for research for this so um i'm probably around 20 hours in roughly uh but i've been having a ton of fun of it fun with it and um it's not as buggy as i was expecting it to be it's been running quite well i've been playing it on pc uh, I've been running it on the Acer Predator laptop, and it runs pretty well. I run it at high settings. I tried it at ultra. It was a little too slow and stuttering for my liking, so high seems to be the nice, healthy middle point for that. So, yeah. Um, probably, I don't know, I'm probably sitting at, like, maybe an 8.5 or a 9 out of 10. Like, it is good. Okay. Um... The story has been a little eh. It kind of takes a lot of like, oh, like the opening moments of the game, like, I don't want to spoil too much, but like, it kind of seemed a little too convenient why you need to get this character into this like big grand adventure. And I was like, eh. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't, it, it's not the greatest writing, but the like the gameplay mechanics and systems and all of that are like a lot of fun um yeah so it's it, it, i still have way more time to put into it but i've been having a lot of fun how are the alien races like are there are there alien races like or is it all pretty much humanoid uh only humans it's pretty much all humans yeah hmm. yeah yeah it's um even too like i was kind of surprised too like you can even go to like our galaxy you can go check out earth and the moon and other stuff so i was very surprised by that because i thought they were gonna like maybe skirt around it but no they they don't they just go straight into yeah you can go to earth in this game which i thought was kind of cool so that's kind of cool. ice caps are all melted and it's just water <laughs> well, yeah, that's well too much, but Earth's kind of a, kind of a, a dumpster fire in this. Game. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, and then I also picked up the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge DLC Dimension. Yeah, Shredder, yeah, uh, which is fairly cheap, and it was on sale. Like, they literally just put it out, and it was immediately on sale. So like a like, dollar off or something, right? Yeah, which is not a whole lot, but I was like, well, I was already thinking of getting it. It's like a dollar off. And I had some Steam credit kind of saved up from selling different items and stuff in Steam, so I ended up using that towards it. And, um, 
yeah, it's fun. Uh, the big thing is that as a survival mode, uh, basically you and some friends go through waves of enemies, and as you go through the waves of enemies, you essentially uh, pick up different uh, power-ups, and you also have to collect like a currency that you need to progress, so it's kind of like a choice. Like, Do you choose the currency that kind of progresses, or do you pick up a power-up that's going to make you maybe more powerful? You kind of have to make some hard choices sometimes, but it's part of the fun of that mode. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of played through it once, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to play through this again anytime soon, but still fun uh and the new characters they added are okay but not i don't know i still like casey jones i think casey jones is my go-to in that game so yeah um yeah i used usagi yojimbo a little bit and that was about it okay yeah so i don't know i give it like eight out of ten it's it's like if you like the base game it's fun um i do think though like i I do wonder how much people are going to really get into that mode because I can see why you would keep playing it, but I don't. I think it's more for people who really like that game. That's like their game that they've been playing for a while. But like, I think for most people, you're going to probably play through survival mode once or twice and then just move on. So yeah, yeah. Unless you're really trying to unlock those color palette options, because I know that's like the thing. Yeah. For every every gem you collect, a, a set of gems, you get, like, a new color palette. Uh, there's, like, one of them was, like, the Game Boy-looking one, and the other one was that I unlocked was, like, some horrible uh, pink and green-looking thing, like some old monitor colors. It, it's terrible. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the what the top ones are if they're like worth trying to get, but uh, I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm still playing Armor Core Six: Fires of Rubicon. Uh, that game is in a good way, relatively simple. You just go on missions, beat the mission, level up your your mech, go back and do more missions. Uh, I ended up beating the game. And it unlocked New Game Plus with some new weapons and parts to collect. But I, I feel like I'm probably done. Uh, I mean, as much as I probably could do the New Game Plus, part of me feels like I, I've done enough in that game. I feel like I'm pretty satiated. Yeah, I'd give it like an 8 out of 10. It is simple. Like, it's not a, a game that has a complex story or complex systems going on. It, But what it does, it does very well. So, yeah. I uh, played a little bit more Baldur's Gate 3, but not a whole lot. Uh, I, I still just keep putting that game off. I don't know. I, I, I know it's good. I know it's up on time, but I just, like, I just keep putting it off. One of these days, I just got to, like, sit down and play a bunch of it. But Yeah. Uh, I just put in here Dead Space Remake, but that was from last time. And I have not played any more Dead Space Remake, nor League of Legends. <laughs> Uh, I have been playing Pokemon Violet more. Uh, they did have the Mewtwo Terror Raid, which was getting hyped up. Uh, and um, even Pokemon Company was like, yeah, you you need to get your Mew ready. Because Mew got a 50% stat boost to HP and then a 20% stat boost to all their stats. Basically making Mew your, pretty much your only choice. I mean, you could bring in another Pokemon, but without that stat boost, what was the point? Uh, it was not an easy raid. I failed it quite a few times. Uh, 
I felt like I was doing okay, but it felt like the other people I was playing with were just not taking it seriously. One guy showed up with, like, some random Pokemon that wasn't Mew, and I think if I ever wanted to just scream at someone about what they were doing in a game, it was that. But, of course, it's Nintendo, so you can't talk to anybody, so it's just like... <sighs> and the thing is, too, is, like, when people weren't bringing Mew to the Mewtwo raid, they were just fainting. Like, pretty much they would faint, revive get KO'd again, revive, and then KO again. It just kept, and every time you do that, it shortens the timer. So when someone brings a Pokemon that's going to keep fainting like that, it makes it harder for everybody else because now you have less time to do this raid. Uh, so it was just frustrating experience trying to get everybody to like just not <laughs> bring garbage Pokemon to this raid. It's like, come on, people, they literally... Gave a distribution event for everyone to get a Mew. Use that Mew. Like, level it up, give it a decent moveset, a good held item. Just, let's let's do this. But it just turned into a frustrating process. I ended up finally getting it. Uh, we, I got into a group where I was doing, I was the damage. Uh, and ideally, I think, I did the math on this. You want one, you want one person doing support, so healing, do, giving buffs to the team. The other person being like kind of like a middle ground for support and uh, damage, like doing a little bit of both, and then two damage, and then that was gonna be enough. And I think I landed myself in a situation where we we're pretty much doing that. We ended up getting Mewtwo, so it was a frustrating experience. But at the end of the day, I got my Mewtwo with the mightiest mark, and he's got very good stats, and I'm very happy. So, and then playing her playing Hearthstone still. I did start playing the new mode Twist because they've been giving out some packs and stuff for that. It's it's weird. Basically, they hand select some older expansions to uh, make it valid again. So unlike Wild, which is everything, and what and unlike Standard, which is just like the last two years of Hearthstone, this is like some that are from twenty fourteen or some that are from twenty sixteen, and they just kind of mix them all together. Um, I made a Cthulhu deck that was a lot of fun. Uh, I've just been playing that a little bit, so yeah. And that's pretty much what I've been playing. Uh, JB, how about you? Uh, so I have uh, also been playing a little bit of that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, game. Like you, I played it maybe once or twice on the survival mode. It is a lot of fun, uh, but yeah, there's not a ton of depth there. So I I also, I think I'd give it like an 8 out of 10 as well. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like it. I just wish they had added, I don't know, something other than just fighting into it, like, like some sort of like conditions or something to like spice it up. Uh, and maybe that does do something like that when you get further down the line. I think I made it to like level five uh, before before dying uh it's my highest but uh yeah it's it's good it's it's fun it's just not very deep but it it like it was like seven bucks so what are you gonna do you get two characters and, and a new mode and that's not too bad mm -hmm. um also been playing some more dave the diver uh which is still fantastic i am still, i need to play that game it's really good like yeah it's, it's on my it, list it it's it's so easy for me to lose like three hours just going and catching fish uh and 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 trying to build my stupid sushi menu uh it's it's i wasn't expecting to like this game as much as i did i was like oh it looks really fun 
but you know, it, it it'll be like a quick thing that I'll blow through. And no, it's not. It's 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 a good roguelike, and it's got pretty deep uh, systems in it. Uh, and and you're just constantly unlocking a new thing to do in that game, which is kind of what keeps me coming back. Is like. Just when I think I'm done with it, it's like, no, now there's a farming sim in here. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, and no, no, now there's fish. Now there's fish breeding. Now you can do Pokemon style uh, breeding in in the game. Like it's it's crazy. Like there's so many crazy things to unlock. Um, so yeah, I'm just still playing through that, and I'm still I'm still giving it like a nine nine and a half out of ten because it's so damn good. Um, and uh yeah i don't know like i don't know how far into it i am at this point i'm on like chapter three and i have no idea how many there are and i refuse to look it up because i just want to enjoy it but uh yeah i do i do like it a lot and i will just keep playing it it's such a good game if you have a steam deck uh to play like in in bed uh or or like you know whatever uh just because it's it's pretty quick to like pick up a pick up do a run and just be done with it if you if you wanted to or you could sit there like i do and play for for three hours um uh played a little bit of diablo 4 uh still trying to crank through that season pass uh i'm at like 90 out of 100 on the season pass and then i am in chapter five out of six or something like that for the actual season rewards um and i don't know if i'm going to get everything because i'm starting to hit a wall where i don't want to really play it much anymore mm. um just and it, like i said like i was saying before it's not that it's bad it's just really repetitive and it doesn't feel like they're doing enough to keep that feeling fun and new and unique like i i i, I think the biggest issue is like there's no power like there's there's paragon stuff that you're getting to like increase your power but it feels so slight and not not great like the gear progression has pretty much all but stopped for me because i've gotten to the point where like if i replace anything i need to get a role that is very specific and and looking for those roles now is starting to get kind of frustrating because there's there's only so much you know i could do to to influence it you can re-roll like a one stat on a piece of gear you can uh upgrade the gear to get higher stats but like you it, when you have a build that you're trying to get, you you're really looking for a god roll of 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 gear, and it's really hard to get those to drop, and it and to influence it is impossible. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's I think uh, the game is really good. The game is fun. It's just like I think they just made it too long to get to the cap, uh, mm-hmm. because it just feels like there's just it really drags that last third of the game. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'll still play it, and I'll play next season too, probably. Um, and then maybe after that, I, I will stop if it's not compelling. But yeah, I'm I'm a sucker for a game like that where you're just grinding and doing loot, and it's it's been keeping me away from my other game that I do that in, which is Destiny. So, um, but yeah, uh, what else have I been playing? Blasphemous. Uh, I went back and played some of that because I've had like six people tell me that blasphemous 2 is amazing um uh, for metroidvania uh and this is another metroidvania uh game it's 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 the first one um and uh this game was one that i had played when it first came out and i kind of like bounced off it kind of quick because i just didn't think it grabbed me and i'm i'm forcing myself to get through it so that i could 
played the second one because I heard the second one basically improves all the issues that the first one has. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a solid Metroidvania. Like there, there's, you know, uh, you have a you have a sword attack. It's very much like a Souls Souls like meets Metroidvania kind of game. Very similar to Hollow Knight. Um, uh, there's really not a ton of penalty for dying. You you get this like guilt. Thing that you have to go back and, and go to your corpse to, to turn off, which really all it does is just decreases the amount of uh, XP or whatever the hell it's called in this game, tears of pen, penitence or something. Uh, whatever, it just decreases the amount of that you're getting per kill, and it reduces the size of your like magic meter, which isn't terrible. Uh, you can get around it without really feeling like you need to go back and do a corpse run every fucking time you die if you get stuck somewhere and there's like places you can go where you can just get blessed and get the whole thing reversed uh, for free so like you just got to go somewhere on the map to do that um yeah, i don't know it's it's a solid metroidvania it's got great animation it's really gory and weird and it's got this very religious uh story that is like you're you're like a sinner and all this shit i don't know it's 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 super it's super gothic and 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 goofy and weird uh in the best way um but my biggest problem with it is just it's the combat's not super compelling so far i fought like two bosses uh there's a trophy you have to get to beat the bosses without using a healing pot so i've been doing that to try to like uh keep it spicy for me uh, which it, it worked because i spent like an hour trying to beat one boss without healing um and i did it uh but it was a pain in the ass uh so yeah i don't know i give this probably like a seven and a half out of ten uh it's a it's a solid metroidvania with good good fundamentals but it just it's missing something that just makes it a better game and i don't even know how to put my finger on what exactly that is it just the the exploration just doesn't feel great to me. I think is part of what it is. Um, it just feels kind of like you're going in a direction, and then eventually you'll hit a wall and stop and 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 go back and and repeat. And there's a lot of backtracking, like too much backtracking. I finally got to a point where I uh, I've unlocked fast travel, and there's like two fast travel portals. I'm like, okay, this sucks. Like, <laughs> like uh, I don't know. I'm re- I'm really excited to play the second one because, I, like I said, I've had uh, several people tell me that it's fantastic, uh, so I just I'm gonna make myself beat this game, and then I'll I'll go and play the second one. Um, the last thing that I've been playing is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game, uh, which is the developers who did the Friday the Thirteenth game. Uh, they lost that license, so they were like, "Shit, we need to make another one of these things," and they they were able to get the license for Texas Chainsaw Massacre, so they did it. Um, and I will say it's pretty fucking good. Um, so there's, it's not like a one versus four thing in this one. It's three versus four. Uh, so you get three members of the family. One person always has to be Leatherface, and then you get two other like like lackey guys that they basically on the on the on the bad guy team. And then there's four uh, survivors. Um, and you always start off in the basement, uh, chained up, and you got to get yourself down, and you escape by by getting off the property. Um, 
it's it's pretty cool uh each character has like a a moon sign power which is like one thing that only that character has and then they'll have like a perk uh loadout that you can upgrade they have skill trees that you can go through and uh you can upgrade the stats for each character so that you can put more points into various attributes like there's like stealth strength uh like toughness so so basically you can customize a character to make up for their their uh flaws or to really improve their strengths by just going through this skill tree um putting points in those things and then also each of those skills levels up uh so 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 you can kind of uh customize the characters on the survivor side i haven't i haven't played much on the family side at all uh so i don't really know if it's the same exact progression but i'm assuming it is uh very similar uh, but on the survivors yeah there, there's all these skills and trees and and things to level up uh it's it's pretty neat um but basically you're playing through as a survivor on the survivor side you're trying to escape uh, there's, you, you don't want to make too much sound. You'll alert, you'll alert the other team. If you, uh, if you're walking around occasionally, they'll do something where they'll feed grandpa a bunch of blood and then grandpa can track you. Uh, so he'll like do a scream. And then all of a sudden, if you're moving, when he does that, he can, they can find you and, uh, they'll know exactly where to look for you. Um, and to counteract that, you can stab Grandpa by finding these bone uh, bone shards and 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 sneaking up behind Grandpa and, and stabbing him. That'll disable him for a little bit. Um, yeah, it, it's it's got like so many layers. It's like really really wacky. Like like there's there's unlocking mini games. So anytime you want to like go through a door that's locked you have to do this like little mini game all the mini games basically uh between unlocking and opening things and searching for things you'd have to do it but also do it so that you don't go too fast and raise the sound alarm thing uh because then you'll you'll alert people to where you're at sometimes you want to do that on purpose to kind of like like distract someone so like you can use it to your advantage here and there um the 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 first time I played, I I was paired up with people that were like max level, and it sucked ass. Uh, the the second time I played, I was paired up with people that were my level, and I was able to escape. So it was uh it was like a weird matchmaking issue I had, uh, where it didn't seem to be finding pit players that were my own skill level. I don't know if that's a testament to how many people are actually playing the game because I thought it was pretty popular on twitch and stuff like that for a bit um but it it the matchmaking felt terrible that's like my biggest complaint i think was the matchmaking um i also got into a couple lobbies where i was basically shamed out of because i was like level zero and uh and there were people in there that were like max they're like hey uh you should probably go we're gonna play a bunch of sweaty people and and uh you know you're gonna get your ass kicked i'm like okay cool so i'll just never play this game uh is what you're telling me because i'm i keep getting matched up with you guys uh so yeah, that was a little frustrating, and I I hope that maybe they figure out like what's going on there, uh, and and try to either like I don't know put bots in or something like that if there's no one to play with at, at that level. And I know that's a lot of lot to ask for for uh, making those AI uh, characters, but maybe that's a way to to get around people that are just starting out the game way behind where everyone is at it, because. Um, 
because yeah like i think i think the biggest issue is that the game's been out for a couple weeks i started late and and unfortunately there's people that are just out there who played it a lot more than me um but yeah, it's it's super solid in terms of gameplay. Other than other than the the matchmaking stuff, I really don't have a ton of complaints about it. Uh, I was pretty interested and intrigued, and it's it does a really good job of of making it feel super tense uh, when you're hiding and in the shadows and stuff like that, and and Leatherface is running around looking for you. Um, it all feels super creepy, and and the horror is there. Uh, so I think it does a good job uh, with that. Whereas, like, you know, I don't know. It feels like when you when you play a similar game like Dead by Daylight, like you know, it it feels like that game's been played so much now that it doesn't have that that level of of uh, fear. Uh, in this game, I felt legit. Like they do a great job with the the music cues and like the creepy design and stuff like that to make it feel like a horror game so i was i was very appreciative of that part of it um i think for me i'm probably going to give it a eight yeah i say eight out of ten uh if they can get that that matchmaking stuff figured out i would definitely bump it up i think because i i had a lot of fun with it i just need some more people to play with i think also uh because right now it was just me playing by myself and i think with the team that was actually communicating and not just sitting there quiet on, on the chat it probably would be a lot easier to to succeed uh but you could totally play it solo that's what i did um i just kind of did my own thing escaped and then everyone else followed me out finally uh because i opened the door while everyone else was doing something else um yeah it, it, it's good uh i'll have to go back and play as the family to see how that compares to being a survivor mm -hmm. um but I think I'm. I mean, just based on what I've been seeing, like I'm. I'm assuming play, playing as Leatherface is probably pretty fun. Um, and then the other family members are just kind of. I don't know how. I, like one of them has traps, and the other ones like one's better at tracking people, another one's better at harvesting blood. They all have like their strengths, uh, which is cool. Uh, so I'm sure there's like an optimal team that people have found right at this point that like oh just always run this guy this guy in Leatherface and you'll just be the best uh but i haven't i haven't done it yet so i i can't speak on that um yeah eight out of ten uh i'll play some more i really enjoyed it uh and yeah that that's all i've been playing cool uh lucas what have you been playing lately uh so i played uh i finally got to play some madden 24 and actually mess around with it and stuff like that um the only thing I have to say about Madden 24, because like, I like it, it's a lot of fun, uh, is the ads at the beginning. Like, when you load up the game, and it really was really confusing for a while for me, they have this thing called Ultimate Team, and, like, literally, as you open up the game, it makes you go to Ultimate Team. And Ultimate Team is the place where you spend, like, a bunch of money to get players for your, your made-up team. Um, uh, I really wish they would stop doing that. I, I guess people really, that's where they spend their thousands and thousands of dollars. But, like, why would I want to make my own team when all the teams are there? I, uh, I don't know. It's really weird. Uh, but playing, uh, with my friends and so forth and so on is actually one of the first kind of, like, simulating kind of sports games that are pretty fun. So, uh, I'd say like a 7 or 8 usually. Like, I, I don't really think that um, sports games really are good. It's the only reason why is because I've gone to football the last couple of years with fantasy. Um, but, like, 
I don't know. It's still the same thing. I still always still like I like um, mutant football way over Madden. Like mutant football has like a bunch of things you understand. There's certain like you know monsters and stuff like that, which is great. But this is just like it's it's just the same. It's just football or like you play a hockey game. It's just hockey, right? It's not. You can get really good at it and all that stuff like that, but it's it's still the same. And for a gamer like me, who's like more fantasy based and all that stuff like that, eh, not bad. Um, and just like you guys, I played uh, Dimension Shellshock, the DLC for Turtles. Um, I quite liked it. I liked being the boss characters was kind of nice, like one of the power ups. Mm -hmm. Um, the collecting, I actually made it all the way to the end and actually did beat the Super Shredder genie ruby thing i forgot what he's called but he like basically powers up with a crystal uh i beat him that was fucking hard uh i've played online with a bunch of people and leveling up and all the little like um you change colors so each one of the colors you can change it also can be a different turtle from a different series so like maybe a rise of the movie stuff like that they all take those colors the toys so if you're a really big ninja turtle fan which i am uh, it's really cool that way where you get to actually customize your turtle. Uh, then I played, I have no idea how to say this fucking word, Harmony of Dissonus? Dissonus? Okay. What? I don't know. Harmony of whatchamacallit. It's a Castlevania, Metroid Castlevania game. Um, I looked at what dissonance means. It's like lack of notes or something. I don't know. You guys can figure it out. Um, so, uh, it's hard. I... I spent many hours trying to fucking figure out where to go. And like even like if you look through a walkthrough, people were like, eh. You're like, well that doesn't fucking help me, eh. And like so there's like keys and barriers and everything else. But the problem I had with this one was like it's cool. You get to go you like me and uh my girlfriend actually did a bunch of like she wrote the map out, we tried to figure things out and it was like we actually got together and was that was cool. But after you get everything it, it's like the game ends and that's it and so all the barriers that are gone up you're not going up and getting cool power-ups now you're just kind of like going right to the end and so that was kind of the eh, thing about it um like double jumps of power up i hate when double jumps of power up i absolutely fucking hate it but just put double jump and slide as your basic moves in any kind of castlevania game like it's just when you make that a power up it just irks me um so, I don't know, it was pretty good. I still, like, I'm playing. I'm playing the Game Boy Advance collection. Um, so that's kind of, like, the thing. I'm uh, moving on to Aria of Sorrow. So that, and I played a little bit of it. And it seems to be pretty good. I'm I'm really into Castlevania now. Like, ever since I bought that retro uh, Castlevania game, I'm really into Castlevania. I can see why people like playing these kind of games. Mm -hmm. Um but I still think Knights of the Symphony. I think that's actually the one of the worst ones. I don't like that one. I just, eh. Everything else is good, but the like the Knight of Symphony or whatever it's called. I, I don't get it. I don't like why people like vampires so much and like have some kind of fucking problem with getting their blood suck or something. I don't know. I don't know why people think vampires are hot. It's weird. But maybe that's why everybody likes the Knight of Symphony, but I think that's one of the worst ones. Um, but it was yeah. like the first one. That's probably why. Oh, is that, so it's like a retro yeah. kind of feeling. Symphony of the Night was the very first one they did, like the whole Metroid exploration thing. And then like all those cath the advanced games like came after that and, and improved upon it. But yeah, that's probably why you don't like it as much. Yeah, the advanced games are so much better. Like way, way better. 
It's just, um, and I'll play Aria of Sorrow, it's like, you get, like, power-ups now as killing monsters. There's a lot of grinding to these games if you want to get into it. Like, the system that, uh, one of the first ones was they had a card system. This system is, like, uh, what is it? It's not a card system. What the fuck is, what system? Oh, no, it is the card system, is it? I don't know. Whatever. There's a lot, there's a lot changing to the Castlevania games, um. Uh, maybe I'll get back into maybe the 3D version of Castlevania. I I don't remember those games being that great. They weren't. Yeah, I don't remember. I remember they were, they were of, not. It was kind of like <laughs> Devil May Cry kind of ish. It tried, yeah. Like, well, there's there's the ones on PS3 that were like the Lord of Shadow games that were like yeah. very much that that style of like Devil May Cry. But then there was like castlevania 64 and uh some other oh, ones were like ps2 that were very bad they were i will not bad. play castlevania 64 i've watched people play that game it's like oh my god why are you playing this yeah it's, it's, it's rough oh it's rough. it's rough that's a challenging game anyways that's all i've been playing um so far harmony <laughs> of destiny since this this lack of music uh freaking i'd say like eight okay cool well that's it for this episode We'll see you all in a couple of weeks. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. Bye.